What's that on up yonder? Why, it looks like two hillbillies talking about mini trucks to me. <laughs> Y'all are fixing to listen to the voice of the lowlife. Gather around and revel in the good word of the lowest common denominator podcast. So it seems strange to not have a guest for this episode, but this is in fact episode six. It's, it's been so it's weird, actually. It is weird. We've got used to it over the last couple of episodes, and it does seem strange. But, you know, originally this was just me and you, so I think it would be nice just to have a <laughs> me and you episode. Maybe a little couples therapy, if you will. Oh, Shaley? Straight from the hills and hollers of eastern Kentucky, we are the voice of the low life. We put the cult in mini trucking culture. We oh. are the lowest common denominator podcast. I'm LMC, and this is my co-host, Shay. Don't do it. Don't oh. do it. And he did it. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is episode six of the LCD podcast. We thank you for coming on and listening to us. A couple of hillbillies talking about mini trucks. And you know, I've noticed today, we've actually got a couple of pretty good reviews. We have. We have. People seem to actually enjoy us for whatever reason. Well, whatever reason is talent from other people. You know, <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> we're, we're, we're talent brokers, essentially. We are mini trucker talent brokers. Uh, and over the last fair. couple of episodes, we have talked to some very talented people, uh, people that have been more successful than you and I in the show world. Yeah, and it's, it's actually garnered some pretty cool reviews. I've read some neat. I've read some really neat stuff online today, and uh, people talking about. What the LCD pro- podcast? Podcast. Podcast. <laughs> what the LCD podcast is bringing to the table that's a little bit different than most of the uh, other programs that we're, involve we're, the mini truck world. We're the deep dive, man. Are we the deep dive? We are the deep dive. Are we those guys? We we literally talk about the whole shebang when it comes to shows. We are literally a Moog synthesizer away from NPR. Do <laughs> you think so? I mean, do, are, do we sound boring? I don't think we sound boring. Do you think we sound boring? I don't think so. I think it's the least thing. We, we sound like idiots. I think we sound but. uneducated and questionable sometimes. <laughs> but I do not think if anybody's going to describe us, it will not be boring. Uh, I would hope not. So I really hope not. At this this point. is an episode that's just me and you. And because of that, it'll be a little bit shorter. Both of maybe. us have, maybe, who knows. <laughs> depends, depends on our deep dive. Yeah. We'll see how that goes. We want to take this opportunity. Number one, I think it's cool to thank the people that are listening. Uh, yeah, you guys are awesome. Yeah, you, you, you need to share right. more, though, and that way we have more listeners. See, if you go ahead and get the like, share, and subscribe stuff out right now, we don't have to harp on it at the end because I'm pretty sure I talked for 17 minutes at the end of the last podcast <laughs> begging people, please, <laughs> you know, please show us some social media love here. And I'm sure that most everybody turns it off about halfway through anyways. Yeah, they probably yeah. don't hear that part. So share. This is the start of the episode. Yeah, this, let's go. Ahead, let's go ahead and get the pity locks out of the way. We take pity locks. I'm fine with that. Yeah, it's not like we do this for money. We do this for fun, guys. Come on. I'm kind of a scrub hunter myself. I'll take whatever you want to give me. Exactly. Uh, just remember, uh, watch us on Spotify and watch subscribe. us on Spotify and listen yep. to us on YouTube. Yeah, actually, I listen to music on YouTube. On YouTube, that's a totally different site. It really is. Yeah. Hey, man. If you ever had a hamster that died and you want to give him a memorial, you should probably look at X Hamster. <laughs> We're three minutes oh. in and the show has already went to shit. Oh, Red Tube. Red Tube. Oh, oh God, is that still around? I assume that it that is. That is such a horrifying... Okay, anyway... <laughs>
let's 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 try and get this one back on the rails quickly. We're well, gonna, anyways, we're gonna spiral out of control. Uh, in this well, we'll one. talk about our next episode. Well, let's talk about our next episode. So again, this is a bumper episode. It's kind of going to be in between some stuff, and we really didn't have a whole lot of ideals for this, but we wanted to kind of get back in control of this narrative a little bit. And between the guests, you know, we've reflected on the other guests. We don't need to talk about the amazing guests we've already have. Mm-hmm. I believe mm-hmm. that we do a wrap up at the end of every show, and we kind of get our thoughts out about that. Oh yeah, uh, all of our guests seem to be pretty pleased so far. Oh yeah, they they, they all give us good reviews. They're which, like, which they had awesome. a great time with us. Yeah, which is totally awesome. I love seeing that. And I love that we are, I don't want to say getting a reputation, but we're kind of being known as, how do I say this? I don't know. We can kind of bring out some cool stories uh, with our guests, and, and that is really, really neat. And stories is part of the vision I had when mm. you and I first started talking oh, about yeah. this. We've often described it as a bunch of guys sitting around in the parking lot, sitting mm-hmm. on tailgates, you mm-hmm. know, talking about trucks and shows and life. The be- and this, best that, part the about a show. Absolutely. Besides the eating at and the road trips. Yeah, and the road trips. Yeah, the road trips are always great. The eating. Right. And And road trips. Road trips. Road trips. Uh, Pie. Don't forget pie. Oh, God. Pie. Yeah, that's. I have to give that restaurant a shout out again at some point. Mm. I need to link them into one of the episodes. You do. Yeah, because that was was amazing. It's a Greek family that owns that restaurant. We're talking about the Bluegrass Restaurant in the center of Kentucky. It's in far western Kentucky. And I ate there when I was a little boy, when I was hunting with my dad. I was probably 12. And he introduced me to that pie. And I haven't been there. Let's see, I'm 39 right now. I haven't been there in 26, 27 years. And I went back, and not only was the pie amazing, it was the same little old lady that made the pie back then, back when I was 12 years old. And she's made pie there for 38 years. So it was the same exact pie yeah, I remember. I could only imagine what they well, like. A Greek family owns the restaurant now, and they were amazing. Hmm. And like, the owner went to her house because I told her it had been 27 years since I'd been there and just how excited I was about it. The owner went all the way to her house, brought me back a T-shirt because they didn't sell T-shirts because I wanted to buy a T-shirt, but she brought me back one. And let's go to the heartbreaking part. I don't want to talk about it. (laughs) And then I ruined the (laughs) T-shirt because I was cleaning on the pizza truck. And, and your friend told you to change your shirt. Yeah, a couple people. A uh, girl told me to change the shirt, too. <laughs> really? And, uh, uh, and I did not listen, and but, I know, got bleach stains on but, it. But, you know, you bought that from Carl, so you needed to wash that truck really bad. Looks like it's hauling ass while it's sitting still. <laughs> anyway. Oh, my God. But no, that restaurant was amazing, and stuff like that is what makes shows to me. True. Most uh, of your stories don't actually come from the show itself. It's the what cook, happens. The cook, After. who was actually the owner's son, yeah, and I guess co a co manager or whatever, he looked like Byron. He looked like Doctor Byron with Did a handlebar have, mustache, really, a perfect handlebar mustache. And it, he was, yeah, yeah. He mm. come out to check on us and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, that's. I never did ask what kind of food did you order. Hell, I don't know. Oh, oh no, 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 no. See, the thing I remembered about that restaurant, Chris had a burger, mm-hmm. and it was an awesome burger, and I had the. Um, they have a Friday night all-you-can-eat buffet for the locals. I mean, it's, it's not really a big publicized thing, but it was mostly seafood, but good seafood. Mm, I, I like mean, good seafood. Not like Long John Silver's or, you know, anything like that. It I was legit farm-raised catfish and deep-fried scallops and frog legs and stuff like that, stuff you'd find a little bit closer to the rivers, you know, the Mississippi River and oh, stuff. Because yeah. at that point, you're only a few miles, well, I don't know, 30 miles away from the Mississippi River or something far. like that. And that was, you know, our next stop that night is once we got done eating, we headed out to Fort Defiance 
which was underwater because of the floods. And remember, we were on the way to relaxing at the park that year, yeah. and everything was underwater. That's yeah. when we relaxed at the park. The first year was at the community college or wherever it was, and we parked on a big steep hill. And, and this stuff year, like everything's that. on under quarantine. And this year's under <clears throat> quarantine. And yeah, the whole year. There's no way they have that show because God, it's got to be coming up soon, right? Have they already canceled it? I haven't heard anything. You know, I'm not either. Huh. I'll, tell you, I'll tell you something. God, they, they have to. I mean, it would be. I, d- I don't they know. They have no choice. Hey, did you see today where Hibbley Days had a a parade? Yeah, yeah, with like, but yeah, well, yeah, but you got to read the article. Oh, I didn't read it. It was like one car. Was it one of those old Hibbley truck looking deals? Maybe. Yeah, Maybe. That makes more sense. It's not really a parade, which means though. it was just a Pike County native that made the wrong turn on <laughs> Hamley Boulevard and just you know heading down throwing beads. You know, they do whatever they do. Uh, you know, at Hibbley Days, there was always a gathering of mini trucks. What? Yes, I have pictures. Every year I went. I took in the parade? No, no. We're not welcoming that. Let's just be honest. Okay, well, fair enough then. Uh, but the night, I guess it was Friday and Saturday, at night everybody parked over by the KFC. Well, you know, it's so funny that you talk about that because I remember years ago. Do you remember the small club, Illegal Grounds? I do remember. remember I, Illegal I, Grounds? I, I know John very well. John works? Yes. Yeah. I know John works very um, well. And, uh, John and Jess, yeah. I, I know a Big Nick. Was he in Legal Grounds? He was. So you back, back in the day, it was Nathan Peake. It was Chase Yance. Knew them, too. Uh, yeah. Oh, God, yeah. And, and Chase is in Canberra now. Um, is he really? Yeah, he's in Canberra. Oh, congrats, man. Yeah. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, he got, like, married or engaged here a few months ago, and on the same day, got accepted. put the logo on him. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, I thought it was pretty cool. I've, I don't even know what truck he has now. But then again, when have we ever talked about trucks in the show? <laughs> yeah. what's, what's that matter? <laughs> yeah. That does not go along with our NPR I, deep dive exposés. I do, I do miss the local gatherings of mini trucks, though. It's not something we, you see very often. Well, this what I was going to say is Illegal Grounds used to host a show, if I'm not mistaken, around Hillbilly Days. Well, it was more of a cruise-in deal. Was it? Yeah, because all of us met there. Same time every year. I literally would pull it's in. It's funny. And all you and I have crossed paths over billion, the years. A billion and, times. And we've never realized it. No. Yeah, I've been to several of those as well uh you know that silver toyota it's got a name i don't remember what the name is silver toyota with purple flames that runs around yeah i've seen that thing a million times it's been off and on local used car lots a lot here recently but Mm -hmm. that was always there Mm -hmm. and it had a set of 15 inch tri bars on it It back then like like i don't think it does anymore it does not it's got some sort of ricey wheel or something on it now last time i seen that thing was parked at that dealership over by walmart years ago yeah well i've seen it just within the last two months at Peking's. Wow. What kind of shape was it in? Well, I think it was delivering pizza because it was actually parked in front of the Pizza Hut there. Mm-hmm. Uh, it looked mm-hmm. fine. Yeah, it looked good, fine. Good shape. Yeah, still. Looked, looked, I mean, it's a Tacoma. You yeah. can't kill oh, it. Oh, it was true. You know, if but it the, was, body, the beta rust out If of it was though. an S10, <laughs> just like what I got, it would already be rusted down yeah. to the ground and somebody would have parted it out. <laughs> and by somebody, I mean me. Uh, or you would have bought it from them for the little bit of parts that are left. Uh, right. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and then put it to put it to rest. I'd eventually would buy myself a parts truck so we're talking that point for me too yeah well welcome to my world <laughs> so my mom is convinced i run an s10 junkyard i can believe it i mean you got no eight nine more than that no i have no doubt yeah they grow in trees you know the thing i miss most about this at the end of this quarantine that i'm really gonna look forward to pie did we already discuss that uh peking actually oh god i, I miss, miss good chinese food. Yeah, I do too, hey do you know anything about hillbilly hibachi I've heard nothing but good things about that. I've place. heard nothing but good things about it, and it's so ironic that we're talking about Chinese food, and we're going to get back to the legal ground thing because that will segue into what we really want to talk about today. But we're talking about Chinese food, and it got me thinking about Hillbilly Hibachi. Just a few minutes ago, before we started recording this, mm-hmm. I seen that Steve Tiller, Steve Tiller, the gentleman behind the Revolution show in Middlesbrough, September, right? 
I don't know when he's moved it to. It was going to be in August, and I think just being safe, he moved it to the end of September. But we may be overstepping. I'm not sure that's public yet. I don't know either. And that's why people should listen to this podcast, because we do not have a filter. And we don't know <laughs> yeah, when to hush our mouth. We really don't. You tell things that you're not going to learn anywhere else, <laughs> even before the, the people that actually matter say it. Uh, that being said, the uh, uh, he was looking for food vendors on Facebook, on the Revolution website, which I think is just at Revolution KY. And I said, this was like 12 weeks ago. You know, I don't do social media. And mm-hmm. I said, guys, I'm crazy late to the party. But I tagged Hillary Hibachi in it. And I said, what about these guys? They have a crazy following. I've never ate them. But I really want to. And they go to like broken parking lots in Louisa, Kentucky. They do. You know, I've seen their directions and they're sketchy as hell. Like, take a left turn to the abandoned Valero station. Go through the gravel road. (laughs) 1.2 miles. If you get Uh, to the elementary school, turn right where they gutted the copper pipe on the southeast corner. uh, And, you know, and then whistle three times. But then, like, they'll show pictures of, like, 900 people lined up. And they sell out every day, even in the quarantine. And you you look at the grill, what they got on the grill, and you're like, that looks beautiful. Oh, yeah, it looks awesome. Uh, Well, I suggested to Steve, bring them down. I said, I'm late to the party. That's a good idea. I never even thought about that. You know, you're going to have several. Revolution's going to be big. I hope so. Well, not only that, it's going to be one of the first shows of the year. (laughs) And let's face it, it is. Yeah, let's just And I'm not being a – but all these people that say – uh, you know, oh, we're going to start shows in two weeks. And I've seen that today. <laughs> yeah. I've seen that. Okay. That, it's not going to happen. That's and if how you get is, everybody killed that goes there. You know, I'm going to have to back out of some of my commitments if they go with it. And I don't want it as far as my DJ gig. And I don't want to do that. Oh. But I'm going to have to. Man, I got, the, I got They're really wanting that, to do them in two weeks? <sighs> Jesus Christ. Is there, are they wanting to murder everybody in the parking lot? Because you, you do a lot of older guy shows. Okay. What we're referring to, right? You just called me a whole money, didn't you? Yeah, I did. Okay, so, yes. <laughs> and well, they would be murdering those guys. Let's just be honest about it. <laughs> uh, you know, people, I know there's a conspiracy theory out that this is not real. It's very real. Yeah. It's very, very real. This year's bringing on some great names for shows, though. Social distancing. Oh, I think it's a great idea for a show. Lockdown 2K. <laughs> there's going to be like a million kids the born quarantine. <laughs> Um, they officially moved, and I talked about this in our very first episode. They officially moved the Fast and Furious Festival at the hardware store. Oh in, yeah, um, that's one where they bring County. That's one where they bring in the original. Um, yeah, Hector was going to be there. Yeah, you know, I'm not. He has that. a last name too, but nobody could pronounce. He's it. He's Hector in every movie, though. Uh, is he in more than just the first movie? No, he's in all kinds of movies. Oh, and he's always well, he's Hector. Always Hector. I he's always Hector. Then. Okay. Well, anyway, they were going to bring him in, and they had several of the movie cars. They've already postponed it. It was going to be this fall to April 21st of next year. Wow. To coincide with the release of the Fast and Furious movie that got pushed back. And it's probably going to be horrible. I, well, I mean, I ain't watched the, the last couple. The first one was only one. And Tokyo Drift was only two that ever made. Dude, they had a juiced four-wheel drive truck that drove faster in reverse than it did before. And the last one I ever watched, I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I'm out. Yeah. Well, I'm, it's a guilty pleasure. The first movie was a fun it was great. Now, Let's granted, I think that it totally ruined Pigeon Forge Mini Truck Nationals. You want to hear my theory on that? Oh, yeah, I, I, absolutely. I've never heard this one. Have you go. really? As long I, as we've been friends, we've never I heard that theory? Okay, check it out. Go ahead. 2000, 2001, when that show came out, is when oh, the Nats took oh, a I know deep dive style. I bet you don't. Uh, okay. Let's see. Let's see if you do or not. So, that movie come out. Okay. And then all of a sudden, people are like, Hells, yeah, boys. Civics. I'm going to get me a Civic. I'm going to yank the hubcaps off. I'm going to throw a Battle R wing on it. 
I'm going to spray paint TRD down the side of a Civic, <laughs> mind you, but it's still a TRD. Yeah. Toyota Racing Development, Civic. Um, under TRD down the side. Oh, tons of underglows, but you can see them. Mm-hmm. They're, they're wire tied on tubes, and, <laughs> and you can see them. There's no install, fit and finish, or anything. And the largest aftermarket exhaust you can possibly find that is solely the muffler with a non resonator tip. Oh, my God. So here's my logic. Okay. And, and we're, not, we're not making fun of imports, we're making fun of rice. Oh, I, I, I love imports. I do too. I love, love the sport love. compact scene. I love oh, the stance love scene. You know, again, Slammed Enough is my favorite show of the year. It's which a great I show. I, I wish I could get a go. <laughs> oh, guess this. Battle and Bama's postponed at the same weekend of Slammed Enough. Um, I mean, I know where I'm going now, but I so want to go to Battle of Bama. <laughs> Come on, guys. Why the same weekend? Slammed enough. Come but on. at this point, at least they're having them, so I can't complain. That's true. That's true. Anyway, so blah, 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 blah. My theory in Pigeon Forge. That movie come out. Yeah. All of a sudden, the rice become popular. Uh-huh. But the thing is, the people that built the rice were not mini trucker style people. They didn't have the deep appreciation for the things that we did. Customization? You, you follow me so far? Yeah, serious customization. Yeah, like. Uh, and I ain't ragging a bolt-ons. Dude, I started off with bolt-ons. I mean, we all did at some point. Yeah. Well, we, you and I started off in stereos, but. Yeah, kind of, that's know. kind of a bolt-on, though, when we, the way we started, though. We're the grand just, scale of things. Yeah, we're we not just, doing. We weren't like. Doing full. I mean, yes, we built our enclosures, but we weren't doing yeah. full fiberglass installed. You know, yeah. at least I wasn't. I, I didn't. Well, I remember when I first did that, it was a. That was a fun process. Never was a fiberglass guy. Never, you, never. You learn a lot during that. Tyler Cornett did a lot of fiberglass back in the day. Yeah. And some of his stuff turned out pretty good. Tyler Cornett from Drag Your Media. But uh, was never my thing. I got really good at it, man. I liked wood, and Dad come from a furniture background. So uh, he worked in furniture plants and stuff like that. So we did leather wrap stuff. We did a lot of. Oh, I hate wrapping. I'd rather fiberglass. Well, I mean, we I paid wrinkle. a furniture factory to do it. Oh, okay. We built the enclosures, and, okay. and he did a hell of a job in the enclosures, but we took it like the Heritage Chair Company, which used to be in Weisberg, uh-huh. and they leather-wrapped my first couple of enclosures. I bet that was enclosures. beautiful, wasn't it? It really was, and I'll see if I can find you some pictures. It really, really was. But anyway, blah, 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 blah. So, the rice. Fast Furious come out. All of a sudden, heck yeah, let's build some rice, because we're going to be awesome. And then they hear there's a show for mini truckers, and at the time, Nopi had already been looped in the Nopi Southeast Mini Trucking Nationals, which was a combination oh. of the Mini Trucking Nationals oh, and, before, okay. right. and the Nopi Sport Compact Nationals, which was, I'm sorry, which, the which Nopi Sport Compact and, and Lowrider Show. I have the dash plaque to prove it. Basically a big show. Those two things merged together to become Charlie's incantation of the Mini Nats or in Pitch Forge when it was just massive, when there was 2,000 trucks, you know, or vehicles. <laughs> And, and that weekend, and people don't understand the scope of it. I'd love to see 2,000 mini trucks in one spot. Dude, there were 6,000 mini trucks in town. That's, That's what people don't understand. Is there were two shows, thing. and you remember the story. Charlie and his wife, uh, Sandy, they divorced. She got the show, the name and rights to the show in the divorce. And the guy oh, that, that she sucks. married, and he's dead now, uh, as far as I know, but Herb Thacker was his name. So yeah. Sandy and Herb, and I think he was kind of a, I don't want to say a carny, because I don't mean it necessarily derogatorily, but I think he was a, Looking for business opportunities. He was a gypsy. Anyway, I don't, I don't know what he was. I mean, yeah. I met him a few times, but nothing. He wasn't a mini trucker. Oh God, a, no! Okay, no, so no, no. You can't throw a show without being. So a they mini took trucker. this show and they put it at the other end of town, like at the Shoe Lar Inn or something like that. When Charlie got so big, he started his own show. So you had the original Mini Truck Nationals. That's the one that she got in the name and rights. Yeah. He started the Southeastern <clears throat> Mini Truck and Nationals. 
So on one end of town, or in Sevierville rather, at the Governor's Crossings where it ended up at, but it, used to start, it started out the Travel Lodge or the Hojo all the way at the end of Pigeon Forge in the Strip. But when it's, when they first split, one end of town, you had the Charlie slash Nopi show. The other end of town, you had Herb and Sandy's show. Charlie got to be 2,000 plus. Herb and Sandy that last year, seven, 800, give or take. And that's registered. Wow. And then there was people like me that brought down, and my, my trucks were never nice back then, but there was somebody like me that brought down like the Sonoma made it a year on spokes, on, really? on 15-inch players, yeah. Yeah, woohoo! Well, did it really? Yeah, yeah. Gold, gold-nippled 15-inch players with gold trial bars. I'll be honest with you, i seen a uh, Purple Ranger the day with gold wheels, and I thought it was beautiful. Very interesting, I've, actually. I've never seen anything that I like on gold with gold wheels, so there you go. Well, these were wires. It was a different world. These were wires. Shout gold. out Clint Perkins. But, but <laughs> anywho... Uh, and actually, that, those wheels come from Aaron Roberts. Aaron Roberts is kind of a lowrider legend. He and Casey Harden used to be hopping buddies. And he's from Moorhead. He still has Aaron's uh, tire, Aaron's best one tire, I think, in Moorhead. God, I, I'm full of random stuff tonight. Moorhead. But I bought those wheels There's off of him, uh, and that's one of the ways I met Joey Brewer years ago. It's but anyway. Pretty, it's a pretty good scene in Moorhead still, isn't there? You know, Moorhead <clears throat> kind of surprises you sometimes. It's it does. Awesome. I have a bunch of stereo guys in Moorhead. So Pigeon, Pigeon Forge, we'll get back to that. <laughs> Because, again, club stuff. Pigeon Forge, all right? Okay. So shows were huge, but the rice come down. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they heard about it. Oh, man, this is this is rad, yo. We seen Momo in this movie, and Momo's a sponsor. So that means we need to be there. And then they get there, and they drive around a little bit, and nobody's looking at their junk. And they don't understand why all of these nice imports, you know, full-grady exhaust and, and, and high-end wheels and stuff like that, they don't understand why they're getting all the attention. And for some reason, they're battle our wing, and <laughs> and, and and ICW-17s or hubcaps just aren't getting that same, you know, feeling. And so then they get bored because they don't have the built-in appreciation for such things that you and I would have had. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So they get bored, and then they get drunk. And then oh. all of a sudden, you got a bunch of rice oh. that is drunk and bored that don't have the ability just to sit in the parking lot and talk and tell stories and you got a bunch of cows. Oh, dear. Right? oh dear you God! A, you fed them a bunch of Monster Energy drinks. I don't even know if Monster was around there back then, but they had a lot of Mountain Dew. Let's put it d- that way. Ugh. Did I ever tell you about the gas station in Tunica, Mississippi, that had brown bag porn at the door? We'll get the, to that story the another time too. Silence is, is real right it, now. Oh yeah, absolutely. Right. Brown bag porn, and they took a sharpie and they wrote what kind of porn it was on the bag. <laughs> no. You couldn't open them. <laughs> All DVDs were $6. You're in the mood for some lesbian porn? It says lesbian porn right on the cover. It does not. Really? I swear to you. Now, that I know I have pictures. Uh, my six degrees of Kevin Bacon mindset there, uh, I went to that because I thought about energy drinks and cheap energy drinks. And then Awesome Rob and I trying to find a Baller's Blend, I think, was the old monster I used to drink. And we ended up at a gas station. I got some like generic ass energy drink, like called Kick Power or something <laughs> like that. And, and uh, I remember seeing that porn by the door. But anyway, another story for another day. Back to Pigeon Forge because at this point I'm way too long into this, and I need to spit it out and get it out of my system. So the rice couldn't appreciate the things that we did, so they just got drunk like and they work. just started tearing up stuff. And oh. and I've literally seen people push off couches from the third floor balcony at hotels. I seen a guy pee in a cop car from Riverside Towers. Wow! I, th- I think I mentioned that in another episode. Yeah, but you I, did. I seen that. I didn't realize that's what it was. Oh, wow. it was it was good times. And that crowd was so rough. Be- that crowd was so rough because they couldn't appreciate what was going on that they just 
finally pushed a wedge between us and the city people, the oh people God. that really, you know, made those decisions. And, and anyway, lo and behold, it becomes so rough down there that they finally separated the shows. So like in 2003, they said, you know, or 2002, they said one show one weekend, another show, you know, two weeks later, which I literally stayed from one to the other. It was great. <laughs> I didn't have any money, but it was awesome. <laughs> and then the year after that is when Charlie, and actually in Charlie's defense, he listened to everybody because all of a sudden he's like, we well, got to move out of Pigeon Forge. You know, they're too oppressive and on and on and on. Then they moved out of Pigeon Forge to Knoxville and it sucked. Ugh. And everybody's like, why'd you do that? No, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm lying. They moved it to Bristol. It was still terrible. I thought it was not much better. No, it, the, the venue was bad. It was at, I guess it was at the track. I don't even remember. This, uh, well, yeah. I don't know. It's been too long. I went to a Nopi in the, at the track. Well, that's it. That was Charlie's. That's what used to be the Mini Nats. And then it becomes solely Nopi, although there was many trucks there at the track. Yeah. Yeah, that was it. Started in 2003. Trust well, you me. You talk about smacking the ground, right? Yeah, and then it was there for a year or two. Then it went to Knoxville, like Chilhowee Park. And then it ended up in Maggie Valley. And finally, after the first year of Maggie Valley, Charlie sold it to John Dunn. John sold it, sold it to the kids from Knoxville. The Knoxville kids sold it to Jason Bell, and it became what it is. You know, uh, at that Nopi show, though, I did meet uh, the team from DC Audio Sound Labs. That's pretty rad. Yeah. I, I met that. Hurricane there. Did you really? Yeah, that's where I finally met Keith Compton. That's <laughs> when he first came to Heritage. It was 2003. That's a small truck. Tiny truck, tiny truck. Real it's, tiny. It's, it's amazing. Itty bitty wheels. Yeah, itty bitty wheels. So anyway, so that's kind of the logic and what drove. Where did we get into the rice discussion? Oh, uh, we talked about slammed enough. Slammed enough. Really? Is that where we started? That? Yeah, somewhere around there. Somehow this all started with hillbilly hibachi and hillbilly days. And <laughs> oh, another grounds. thing on hillbilly hibachi. You know, whenever that hillbilly hibachi. Uh, yeah. Hey, yeah. Hey, we don't know those guys, but they're getting some free advertising for uh, us. They today. definitely are. Uh, when that train wrecked and it caught fire or whatever, mm -hmm. the CSX sent yeah. them out to feed all of their guys. Which I thought was pretty cool. I thought I it was really cool. Yeah. The, and the, they, they came in the middle of the night and everything. Shout out to uh, Billy I bought you for taking care of a bunch of working men. Yeah, that was pretty awesome. But why does it just have to be men, you misogynist? Why can't it be working women as well? Because working you. women, I guess, has a totally different context now that I say it. So maybe, am I the misogynist? Oh. I'm not commenting on this. Just, just go. <laughs> you love cults. I, I love cults. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, uh, well, about about our next show, we're gonna bring on uh, Clint, right? Yes. Yeah. 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 So Clint, but do you want to talk about the club thing first? Oh, I'd love to talk about. Let's clubs. talk about. Clint I love first. talking about clubs. I love talking about Clint. It's not weird at all, is <laughs> it's it? It's not. No, no, no. <laughs> so going back to the Hillbilly Days thing, illegal grounds just hold their their crews in, mm. and. That was in my formulative years, I guess, early 20s when Illegal Grounds was a thing. In fact, Illegal Grounds, Altered Creations and Illegal Grounds, I think, were the Altered first. Altered Creations. Holy yeah. crap. Do you remember that name? Mm -hmm. I remember they had a green Sonoma, and they had a black full-size Chevy with suicides, and that's all I remember from Altered Creations. I hate suicide doors. The worst things they ever try to, try to I, work I like suicide doors. I think they look cool, but you're installed as it. No. No, because I don't claim to be a fabricator. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm definitely not a fabricator. <laughs> yeah, I, I've watched people install sets and watched them cuss. Some people, and, yeah, cuss. And, yeah, yeah. Um, so as long as they're not gold wings. That club, once upon a time, put on a cruise before Hillbilly Days. Yeah. And there was a small club that really had an impact around here at the time. They were an integral part to the first ever heritage. They showed up big in 2003, the first heritage, and really kind of, you know, that's, do you remember Chase's round body that had the checkerboard graphics in the back, the red Absolutely one? Absolutely remember. Yeah, well, yeah. That's, I remember him, and, and I, ah, Jesus, I used to be able to tell you exactly who was there. 
there's a name in my head, James Pennington, a pink S10, but I don't remember. Very, very low, but it was static. I don't know. I may have the name and the, the truck and everything mixed up. And there was uh, Nathan Peake's uh, Azuzu. He had like an 87, 88 Azuzu, or 80, no, 85, 84 Azuzu, something like that. His body drop. What year was this? This would have been 2003. This would have been the first ever Heritage. Yeah, anyway, there was there was quite a quite a bit from their club there that year. Uh, I wish I could remember more of the names. Milton used to work at Trailblazers. He had a V8-ed Ranger there, a Maroon Ranger, square body. Mm. Um, and I'm drawing a blank on their and, stuff. You know, I really do miss when there was local gatherings of mini trucks. I well, miss the local gatherings of car enthusiasts in general that aren't like 60 plus. Easy now. We're gonna we're gonna interview my dad at some point. But your dad, your dad's like the coolest guy ever, though. So it's, it's a way different. The uh, yeah, mini trucks too. Anywho, I'm gonna delete all that. That wasn't brown nosing at all. <laughs> uh, but but anyway, the uh, you talk about missing those gatherings, and a lot of those gatherings come from clubs. They do. You know, they small were clubs, inspired. Mostly. Small clubs. Yeah, it's it's hard to find a small town in the early 2000s that didn't have a club in it. Even Hyman. Not County, Kentucky, had a couple of clubs. There's like seven and a half people in Hyman. <laughs> I mean, and they had mini truck clubs back then. Pikeville had mini truck clubs. Prestonburg didn't. Yeah, Prestonburg did. Who? Remember me telling you about that story about that kid that tried to recruit Oh, Falk? yeah. Hold on, what year was that, though? I don't know. Mid-2000s? Well, what... mid 05, 04, uh, okay. 06, All something right. like that. That's possible then. Yeah, and, and, and I'm I mean, trying to think what that club was. A failure is what oh, it was. I, I was 100%. A total failure. But I miss it. And, you know, there's clubs in town in Whitesburg at one time in the mid-2000s. And I, and I was looking at the H-Word pictures from 2004 the other day when I was looking for a picture of uh, Jeffrey Dealer's truck. Yeah. Uh, 2003, 2004, I was looking at old Heritage pictures. Ah. Oh, uh, you said it. I said it. This, yeah. this episode I can duck it out. <laughs> I know you will. Yeah. <laughs> I can cluck it or duck it. <laughs> I hope you do. But yeah. anyway... Um, I was looking at old pictures of that, and I couldn't believe how many small clubs there were back then. And it was amazing. And Whitesburg, and I'm going to give some shout-outs to some names. Um, Sim- Custom Cruisers was one. Simple Customs was one. Playlo Customs was one. Uh, and that was right in Whitesburg. Uh, bonsai, there was a Bonsai chapter before that. And it was. after I got out of it years ago, and you won't hear me admit you know, my club affiliations much, but I was out by 2000, 2001. And there was a Hazard Kentucky chapter at that point. And they were showing up pretty big in 03, 04, 05. Um, so, and just a bunch of small clubs like that. Like those small clubs really made such a big difference there. And every town had them. And, you know, and then they started to get inspired. They wanted to put on events. They wanted to put on cruises and nighttime shows and stuff. And in Whitesburg, Kentucky, a town with nothing and, you know, hardly anything at all in the automotive industry. And there's a couple of, you know, some local boys try to do cruises here and stuff, and I applaud that. And there's a couple of people trying to do shows, and, and it's nothing like what it should be. You know, just absolutely nothing like what it should be. But at least some people are trying, even though a couple of them uh, fall flat in their face. Yeah, absolutely. Um, at least you got to try. you got to be born with the show promoter spirit, because yeah. if you don't have spirit, you're screwed. Just because you want to be a <laughs> show promoter, just because you may think you have money, you may think you have contacts yeah. or, or whatever, does not make you a show promoter. It does not. You either got it or you don't. But, you know, back then, those local clubs, yeah. they tried to put stuff on. And, yeah. like, a couple times a month, there was something cool going on. Man, I, I wonder what. I wonder if there's that many mini truckers still around or just that many car enthusiasts that would do that. I mean, like, I don't know of hardly any clubs 
in Eastern Kentucky. Well, let's now. look at Eastern Kentucky. Name me a small club. Right off the rip, name me a small club. And when I say Eastern Kentucky, <laughs> south of I-64, east of I-75. So London would count technically, even though they're about to lose their 606 card. Yeah, they're yeah. really close, aren't they? Yeah, they're, they're really close. Sorry, London guys. Uh, no, they're not. None Matt, of them are considered small clubs. Matt they're, Jones said it, so I can repeat it. They're, they're all nationwide clubs. Why the hell does everybody think they have to be nationwide? I don't know either. I you know, know Pebble know. Pushers is not nationwide. They're one of the most respected clubs in the entire country. I don't understand that. They've either. never left North Carolina. I think I think you lose a lot of the atmosphere that you do. That you have. Are friends. you saying that it's not relaxed? Oh, ah. there we go. No, no, no. <laughs> the uh, no, I see what you're saying, but I mean, I don't understand why everybody's first impulse, and this is a mistake I see in small clubs when they do start. Hmm. Number one, we have to be big. Yes. We're not successful. We don't have thirty chapters. Yep. Number two, in the first week and a half of our existence, we have to plan a massive show. Oh my God! No, you is, don't. This really sounds just like my story of my club. Just, What's the truth? Man? It really, it really, I've lived it too. It's you and wow, I went down the just, same path in that. Wow! It really all happened. You're always going to have somebody that you know. Oh man, we don't matter if we don't have thirty-eight chapters. Yeah. And number two, we don't matter if we've not put on a show. Number one, not everybody can put on a show. Yeah, and number two, if you have thirty-eight <laughs> chapters. That early, you have lost your control. You've lost your focus of what makes you individual. Yes. And then all of a sudden, you're just another wannabe national club that's going to flame out in six months. Exactly. And I can name a hundred of them. And Back I, to the question. Name me an Eastern Kentucky club. Uh, mine. Okay. Take yours out of the equation. Zero. <laughs> I don't know. And more. I know there are. I'm sure we're missing some. I've seen somebody about stickers that said Holy Rollers on it once. Yeah. And it was it was a it was a static dropped S10 round body. Really? Yeah. Seen it in Painesville. No kidding. No kidding. Holy like, rollers. Maybe was it just a Jesus thing, or were they actually I, like no, a club? It, it looked like a club sticker, man, because it's on the front windshield at the top. It they didn't look like a biker's vehicle. Well, you know, I know of a couple of long-term small clubs, just not in Kentucky. Let's talk about small clubs out of Kentucky for a second. And maybe that's a segue into a future episode. Oh, it might be. Yeah, you like where I'm going with this? I like this. I like clubs. So I've got a buddy, and he does listen to this, a guy named John Lilly. Mm -hmm. I have known John at this point. I didn't realize how long I've known him because he still somehow looks like he's 16 years old. Some people are blessed like that. He is. We wasn't. My genetics, on the other hand, are not like that. <laughs> he, he still gets carded. If he went into the Tunica gas station I described earlier yeah. and tried to buy some brown paper, some bag. brown paper bags, he would get carded. <laughs> wow. Yeah, no question. Yeah. John is in a club called Smooth Impressions, and he has been in a club called Smooth Impressions from Beckley, West Virginia, since at least 2004. Because I have pictures of his accord at the wow. H word in two thousand and four. That puts uh, sixteen years, man. Yeah, man. That's crazy. Yeah, that's you know I've been in three clubs in my life, four clubs if you count Louder Expectations, the stereo club I was in when I was sixteen and seventeen. And then across the room, high five for that one. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we had a hand sign. I still can't do it backwards or whatever. <laughs> it was an L and an E, and it was really awkward. And I wore Jinkos, so yeah, yeah, you can imagine. Jinkos. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We yeah. always do that stage, man. My pants were a lot wider than the diameter of my wheels. Was, <laughs> but anyway, so of the clubs I was in, you know, that's all in the span of, of 20 years or more. Uh, I've not been in a club in a long time. But John has been in the same club for a long time. And it's funny, though, they're not your normal small-town club. They really do a lot of stuff in that area that is like big club-type stuff. For example, 
John is heavily involved in the former Friends of Cole auto fair, and that is a big. That's not my kind of show. It's a big show, though. It's a huge show. I mean, I think they've hit the 800, 900 range before. Uh, I went. They actually, uh, bless their hearts, they actually took care of me a couple years ago to be the hype man for Clint Perkins and his lowriders. Uh, it is hoppers. Who I just insulted him by calling them just all lowriders. That, nom- <laughs> that nomenclature is so hard. You. He's going to cuss me. <laughs> that nomenclature is so hard for me to get right. But anyway, well, he has corrected me so many times when I said, "Oh, that's that's cool." You know, is that a hopper? He's like, "No, it's a dancer." And he thinks I'm just stupid when I say something like that. They're all hoppers to me. I don't know. But you know, that's how they feel about our trucks, too. Jamie like, Kelly's look, truck look, is a hopper to me. But someone will say, man, you got a nice low rider. Mm. I, I got a yeah. what? Yeah, I got, I got a what? Put you right in the face. Well, anyway, uh, but John's club, John Lewis Club Smooth Impressions, has been around for a long time. You know, they've been around at least 16 years. How I many people's I, in that club? You know, I don't know, and I look forward to asking that because he will actually be an upcoming guest with us. That's great. But see, here's the thing, though, huh. is his club has done big club things, but they love being a small club. They're in Beckley. They don't chapter out. Their their members are relatively local, um, but they've done big club things. They have put on shows. I'll, I have a dash plaque from a show in 2004 in Beckley that I attended, um, and I took my Tacoma up there. Took my oh, really? With the 15s in it, yeah, and it's been a long time. Uh, one of the longest drives I took when I was 22, 23, whenever that was. Beckley isn't a small drive. And, and Beckley is, you can't get there from here. And they've got some shortcut that takes like seven minutes or something to get to Weisberg. And me, it's like four and a half hours over rag, wagon I would like roads. to know what that, what that shortcut is. It's like three and a half hours to get Dude, there if you're lucky. I, they, they always tell me that I'm stupid for going the way that I do. But anyway, <laughs> hell, the, the one time I went, I didn't have CB reception, let alone phones. <laughs> Anywho, uh, so... They've done big club things, and that's really cool, and it's kind of neat to find a little club that has done big club things. But then it got me to thinking, and you and I talked about this. I don't know if this is something that will appeal to our listeners or not. I hope so. I like to think so. Mm-hmm. But what we're planning on doing is a town hall discussion, if you will, or a panel. A panel. Right? You think that's yeah, fair? a panel. And essentially what we're talking about, the panel consistent of, is a representative from a small club. And that's going to be John Lilly. John is educated, well-spoken, and he really lives and breathes the small club lifestyle. But we're going to have them talk to a big club person. Who, who's, who's going to do that? Well, um, somebody you don't know, but I'm looking forward to introducing you to him. Um, we call him Scotty B. That's Scott Benningfield, and he's from northern Kentucky. And he was a longtime member of Relaxed Atmosphere. But over the last few years... That's a big club. Well... He got in a bigger club. Over the last few years, he moved on to severed ties. That's a big club, too. So he has actually been in two of the big three. He never went to a small club. I don't think in- he ever went to a small club. Now, I, know I he wonder had, why. I don't know, but he hangs out with some people that are in small clubs. Well, There's you some know, small clubs in that area that he's friends with. I'm a firm believer that if small clubs never existed, they would never have been big clubs. So well, Every club started as a small club at some point. It had to. Five people, less, maybe. Two. I tried, Two. I've, I've explained to all the people that come to my cardio shows that you could have a club with just two people. Did you say cardio shows? Yeah, car cardio, cardio shows. Uh, yeah. Dude, looking at I'm us, on. we don't do cardio shows. No, I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, that's... Uh, uh, but I, I, you know, I, I told them that you all you have to do is have some stickers and friendship. That's all that really matters. Right. Yeah. That's that's. And I don't think uh, could apply there, to a lot of things. There's a lot of local mini truckers. There is. They're they're all hidden in hollers around here. But right. 
I don't know why they don't form their own clubs instead of trying to join nationwide clubs where those guys don't know who they are and they don't fit in with the rest You know, of them. sometimes it's just nice to be in a group with your friends, you know. Exactly. And then you don't have to be in a club of strangers to learn new people. You can go to a show with your friends and learn people there. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's one thing I've never it's, understood. I think it's better so, to part with people you know than people you don't know. So the panel ideal. Yeah. What we're kind of talking about doing, it's not a drama thing. It's not meant no, to be no. controversial. We really just want to talk to two people that we respect. And I know you don't know Scotty yet, but you will. He's mm-hmm. uh, again educated, well spoken. These guys are gonna be very complimentary of each other. They're gonna they're gonna go very well, I think. What we wanna bring out is why. Why do you prefer a small club? Mm-hmm. Why do you prefer a big club? How does a big club do this? How does a small club do that? And we wanna have a discussion to kind of compare and contrast the merits so that by the time you get done listening to that episode, you know, you may be able to make a more informed decision on what you want to be a part of. Do you want to be a part of a club at all? If so, is a small club right for me? Mm-hmm. Is a big club right for me? You know, is no club right for me? I think that everybody should at least try a small club once in their life. Absolutely. Uh, but only with a small club with people that they can actually be friends with because if you don't, then it's pure chaos. I have been involved in small clubs, and one of the first things I see that causes them to quickly fall apart is focusing on the vehicle and not the people. Mm-hmm. That's oh, something, yes. That's something that a small club has the luxury of that a big club really doesn't. And, and this is not a criticism. It's just a fact. You know, part of what makes a big club a big club is its exclusivity. Exclusivity? Exclusivity? I don't know how you say that Exclusiveness. word. Exclusiveness? I'm a hillbilly. I'm a, yeah. <laughs> Is the fact that they can be pickers and choosers. But see, even then, the person is a huge amount. Yeah. I mean, take Negative Camber, for example. Yeah. They spend literally some points years getting to know the potential new members before they present them with a membership. Do they really? Oh, God, yeah. Wow, yeah. I didn't know that. You know, if they invite you to hang out with them at a show or something like that, that is part of them getting to know you and kind of feeling you out to see, you know, if, if, if you, you belong. Be, yeah. Hmm. If you ask to be in, that doesn't work. Oh. You know, very seldom does something like that so work like on big clubs. I guess so. Yeah. But wait, time out. Isn't the whole point of the Masons to be one, ask one? Aren't you supposed to ask? I didn't think you were supposed to ask. So I, don't I, think, I, I think don't you're know. allowed to. Qu- Hell, I don't know. I got blackballed the one time I tried to get in it. <laughs> but then I made it a point to learn all the handshakes just so I can make people think awkwardly around me. Um, Oh, I did. I did. Yeah, I yeah. absolutely. They well, were, they're listening to this right now because they're part of the Illuminati. Uh, dude, we don't even have to have the microphones on for them to be listening to that's us. True, that's yeah, true. That's, there's, so there's a up. white van out in the parking lot right now with a 18 <laughs> decibel Yagi antenna uh, they know that, exactly. are, that are hitting the wheels right now saying, oh, shit, they discovered us, man. Let's get out of here. <laughs> and they're just taken away, uh, and there's like a little Shriner truck behind it. All right, oh, so we've, we've offended everybody. Let's yeah. try this. I've offended everybody. Let's try this again. I won't push that on you. <laughs> but um, it's going to be interesting to get to talk to these guys to see you know big club small club comparison and these aren't holler dwellers well they may be living in a holler i don't know i'm sure scotty ain't because it's a suburb or something because it's yeah. northern kentucky and blah. yeah i don't live in no so like so no god no there's no mountains <laughs> and, and you know the one time i was up there it was a beautiful home he has an amazing family and his dog just repeatedly dry hump the guys with at night like the entire night <laughs> zippy i think's his name I, I, I don't know if zippy's still around um, or not i hope so around here if something's humping you it's probably going to be a bear well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you get humped, all right. Could be worse. Could be an undercooked bat. Uh, that's true. Yeah, yeah. That's true. That, that's humped all of us. <laughs> it really has the entire United States at once. Well, this is officially the worst episode we've ever done. <laughs> Who <laughs> else can we piss off tonight? <laughs> yeah. China. The, China, hold on. I said China Please virus. Please don't. Please. China virus. 
China virus. Are you making fun of my president again? <laughs> Stay away from 45, man. <laughs> Not cool. Not cool. Uh, China virus. If he wins re-election. Oh, hold on. Was it, was it called the hung, the Kung Flu? Kung Flu. Dude. Kung Flu. Come on. <laughs> if he wins re-election, I will get a 45. Oh, he's going to win. He's going up against Joe Biden. Sleepy Joe. Uh, I will get a, Joe. I will get a 45 in a pentagram tattoo. You nice. have my word on it. I've been wanting to do that I, forever. I kind of want him to win now, but just I so I can see. Oh, it. I will. It will be done. But I don't want. He, I don't want to do it for a one-term president. You know? <laughs> okay. Anyways, anyway, uh, well, hopefully you know, that's about as political as we ever get. <laughs> well, I hope that when we do this panel, that these all these guys around here that are in these big local, big not local, local chapters yeah. of nationwide right. clubs understand what the difference is. And why they want to be a part of a nationwide one to begin with? I think a lot of times people don't know why. I, I think they do either. I think I, they, think I think it's no choice because there's no one clubs and no one wants to run it. Or I, I don't think they understand the concept of how a club's supposed to run. I think there's a lot of that. And, you know, maybe in our panel, again, you talked about in the past that our shows, with, interviews with show promoters and behind-the-scenes people, hopefully inspire somebody to undertake a show of their own. Oh, I'd, I'd love that. I would love if our panel ideal actually inspires somebody to maybe start or join a club. Oh, I'd love that. In fact, if somebody out there listens to the next one, and we'll remind them of this on that episode. Episode? Episode? Epis- ep- episode. Yeah, sure. Like Epstein. Yeah. <laughs> Who did not kill himself, <laughs> He by did the way. not. <laughs> <laughs> but, but anyway, but, you know, we're about to Epstein this entire podcast. There's no kidding. Okay. Anyway, uh, uh, the uh, uh, I'll remind in the next episode, but I would love for somebody that gets inspired by our guest to let us know. Oh, absolutely. I'd be so rad to get an email or a text or, or a Facebook message or whatever that says, hey, look, I listened to your episode about small club versus big club, and you know what? I think me and my boys or my girls are going to do this. Or, you know, I want to find a small club in my area. And if there is one, I want to join. Or even I now have a goal that I want to be in a big club, and I'm going to strive to that. Well, and there's nothing wrong with either of those, and I can't wait to hear I would love, opinions. I would love for our group, the Southeast, Southeast Kentucky Mini Truck Council. Yeah, I would the love Facebook group. Yeah, I would love for people to hop on there and try to find clubs and try to start clubs on there. Well, you know, that's what the Mini Truck Councils were back in the day. Is kind of a clearinghouse for clubs and shows. Yes. And if you weren't council approved, like you know Southern California Mini Truck Councils, if you weren't council approved, nobody took you legitimately. Mm-mm. That's that's I firmly believe in that too. Yeah. Yeah. Same. Yeah. So I don't know. That's cool. And yeah, if you want to, if you're in this area and you want to check out the Facebook page, Southeast Kentucky Mini Truck Council, you know, go for it. We'd yeah, we got plenty of locals on there. And if you're looking for more guys that want to talk about mini trucks, it's the greatest place to talk about. It, it. is around here. Yeah. Well, the greatest place is a parking lot or a show. Absolutely. But, but you'll find those people will want to go hang out in a parking lot as soon as they're allowed to. I think that'll happen. Yeah, I do too. I'll tell you what, I I think you and I should do something when this is lifted. Uh, the social distancing cruising. I think John Hall already stole that from us. Oh, did he? Okay, yeah. we're, we're going to have the, now I gave the him LCD cruise-in. LCD cruise-in. God, that sounds terrible. That's, so I, so, we'll come up, oh, we'll come up with something. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, we'll come up with something. Maybe we'll just host a chicken fight. Oh, it's fit, in a flea it, market. It, oh, my God. What, they have to fight, we put a microphone in the middle of them. <laughs> <laughs> we're working on a couple of new logo designs. We uh, should actually throw a raccoon and a chicken in there, though. Well, you Big know, rooster. the raccoon won't make his appearance with his banjo until the character design. Oh. And that comes later on down the road. Yeah. But we have been playing with around with a couple of new logo designs. We have a couple in the works. And I kind of dropped one on Facebook today just to see how it looked. And I don't know anything about Facebook. And I wasn't looking for likes. I was trying to hide it. 
But I've seen a few people liked it, so you know, okay, thanks for the pity likes. I like thank, it. Thank you for pointing out my stupidity. <laughs> like, oh, there's old dad. He don't know what he's doing again. He just put up what nine is- selfies that he didn't know he took. Oh, I love those. Oh, my God. Oh, I got to love those. They're always like, yes, they got that lean backing, step your nose. So, yeah, so so coming up, but it's not the next episode. Coming up two episodes from now, well, two guest episodes. Yeah. We may do another filler episode like this in between. Probably. Because we're both kind of bored. Yeah. Um, we're stuck in the house. We're stuck in the house or work, and that's pretty uh, much it. Yeah, yeah that's really it. But the next episode is the first of the LCD Legends series. Yes. Yeah, and that first legend will be Clint Perkins, as we've talked a couple of times. We actually were supposed to interview him last night, and both you and I got caught up. And it's just love life. Well, and working in the medical industry, and right now we are pretty much seven days a week. It's it's been nuts. And I see you here as late as me, if not later, some nights. And, and, and it's just it's I don't think we is. leave here. I I got a cot in my office. I pulled out. Dude, I got a shower right next door. I, I've been looking for a shower. I'm gonna start coming down here and shower instead got, of going back up. Go to the gym. Um, the gym's still open. It's got a big walk-in shower. You know, my, my fingerprint never works on that thing. I don't even know what finger I use at this point. Is that your excuse this week? I'm not, I legitimately have no idea. Why do you think you keep opening the door for me when I come? Because I don't remember what finger I used. No yeah, that way. happens with age. It really does. All right. <laughs> uh, Outs- outstanding. Uh, anyways, uh, I, I hope that uh, if we don't inspire somebody to have a Nobody's going to listen to this episode. I hope they do. They, they made it three minutes uh, in. It's like, we don't have a guest. These guys are dumb. <laughs> Let's go watch Monster Garage reruns. Oh, that's awful. I like like trucks. You know, he makes guns now. Does he really? Jesse James makes some really ornately engraved guns now. Jesse James firearms. That doesn't sound like it's a useful gun, so I'm not much on it. Fair enough. All all of my guns fire bullets. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean... And I don't care if I scratch them. Mine fires regret. (laughs) Do they? I don't know. I just thought that sounded cool. And now that I've said it, it does not. So we'll go back and edit that, too. (laughs) Anyways, well... I, I hope that uh, I, I know this I know, podcast is one step away from smoking dope and watching sixteen candles and just giggling. Oh my god, yes! Oh uh, my god, look at Molly Ringwald. <laughs> she has red hair. Who hasn't seen that movie though? Really? Anyway, <laughs> um, I, I hope that uh, we do have a lot of locals in this area though. For real, we really do. Yeah. Most of the guys that were at the H Word show, yeah, they still like mini trucks. They There's have mini trucks. There's a few, yeah, and. Uh, a lot of them join national clubs, and I think it's because they they lack a relentless is a local club yeah. that has some Kentucky members. I forgot about that. They have, uh, Most of them uh, are in Virginia, but there are a couple of Kentucky members in Pike ain't, County. Ain't they taught two chapters though? Do they chapter? I think they do. Why? I thought that they did. God, this is the most whiny why ever. <laughs> why? <laughs> you know, someone tried to get me to uh, let let my club go national once. Really? They want to start one in Lakes, and I was like, no. If I'm not there to you're make right. all the... I, I'm a dictator. Yeah, you're a narcissist. Uh, I mean, I'm totally like, I, all the control is mine, not yours. Clint Perkins. Yes. Legendary truck dancer, the jackhammer blazer, having worked many years for cool cars, and some of the stories I've heard from cool cars have been awesomely enlightening, and I really look forward to bringing some of those out. I have an air tank from cool cars, too. Uh, Star Wars fan, heavily tattooed guy. Oh, I love Star Wars. Bunch of birds. Cool wife. Uh, Twins. Bunch of birds. Yeah, bunch of birds. Really? Clint's mother raised parrots. Oh, that's cool. When they were growing up. And he has a ton of really impressive aviary collection birds. Do they cuss? I guarantee they cuss. Oh, that'd be the greatest thing ever. I guarantee they cuss and they quote from A New Hope. Well, that's not the best one, though. Let's come on. The Empire Strikes Back. 
Uh, yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah. Um, anywho. Yeah. Anywho. Anyways. The, we're definitely not going to go down that path. <laughs> yeah, we'll be here forever. The, my Any- geek side is Doctor Who. My my geek side is Dungeons and Dragons. Oh God. Yeah. That's that's a. Mm. I told you I was a nerd, man. You did, did doubt mm. my skills. I played wow. World of Warcraft for once. For I, a long time. For I was years. never a gamer, never board games, never video games. I love just video never games. Was my, just but never was my thing. This, video games and this podcast are all I have to do when I go home. Yes, I love sex. <laughs> but, you know, My whatever. wife is in school all the time, so I don't get to harass her like I want to. <laughs> I came up with a day to try to harass her. and Harass her? That's I like what that. I would call it because like that's your, what she told me. I like your code word. <laughs> yeah. Stop harassing me. <laughs> She's like, Shay, I got a final. <sighs> yeah, huh? Yeah, all right. <laughs> Let me help you study anatomy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was terrible, wasn't it? That was dad humor. Dad humor is still funny. Though. That was like PG-13 we, dad we need humor. Some Sith Lord of the Sweather Vests on here and tell some dad jokes. You know, I was so excited to do a political episode, and it would have been just a mess, obviously. Oh, it would have been, but it'd been it would have been the least political political episode ever. Oh, it and, and on a, just, I wanted to pick a random town, like, I was going to throw a dart, and whatever was closest, like the three smallest cities in that region that had a, a courthouse, we were going to travel, and we were going to go listen to their – and just sit in the hallway of the courthouse because I've never seen them turn anybody down. You know, hey, look at us. We're there journalists. Was, there was one big city. I think the governor – the voting booth is in the governor's garage. I don't think that's a big city. I think awesome. it was. I've seen it on Facebook. I find out we should go to that one because we'd at least be in an environment. We know what it looks like. Here's a concrete floor. There's a car. Man, we kind of belong here. All the, This is just making me itch for a road trip. Oh, man, I, just, I, I'm so tired of getting locked up. Yeah, I'm, I'm about over this. Oh, I'm so... I've got to the point that I don't know what surfaces I touch anymore and what correct hand to sanitize them with. I keep spray bottles of Lysol and rubbing alcohol on my trucks at all times. My, my hands are turning red and chappy from it. Chappy? Yes. Yeah, a little chappy there. Chappy. Oh. I'm, I'm not a fan of the fact that I have to wear a mask at worse. And where I'm, I got labeled as, quote, high risk, I, my wife's don't let me go anywhere now. Calling out. Ah, wow. Well, I hit, I pulled a shade. You did. I except hit, for you really whapped it. Whapped, I just touched the spray. it. I whapped it. Whapped. Yeah. So I want to see, and we're, let's get close and wrap this up. This is just a filler episode. Nobody wants to listen to us for over an hour. Oh, they, they do. Pushing that. No, they don't. It, You're lying. They no, love they us. They do not. They love us. So they, uh, uh, they loved us for the first three minutes. You know, I'm going to start to run polls on the internet of what they want to hear the most. Hear me and you. nobody will click on it. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It will be, we will not <laughs> like the results. We have, we are slowly developing a reputation to be informative and historical. And then we do an episode like this. Oh, I know. I was, and completely negate everything. Yeah. Just wipe it right off and start over. So you all know, we're a bunch of uh, assholes yeah. with microphones. Yeah, we're We just like to hear our voice and we're bored because we're stuck at the house. Well, we have some new equipment to try out, too. Oh, we really do. We're still trying to, get nice the new, stuff we're trying to get the new mixer board lined in. I yeah. put up some acoustic tiles. And they, they helped a lot. You, you think we, so? I think so. I'm looking forward to reviewing this. Yeah. I don't know, man. Have we covered everything coming up in the next little bit? Um, kind of giving people a preview, and we've we've and we'll we'll get so much more into clubs. You know, you and I will talk about that a lot more because that's a topic that is very passionate to us. Oh, absolutely! I, clubs are like what holds the fabric of the scene together. If it wasn't for clubs, I never would have had a show. If it wasn't for clubs, there would never probably nobody would have showed up. There'd been no enthusiasts. Yeah. If there would been no, you know, you I. I myself, I got into stereos first, and I got into stereos because I started seeing tons of them. They were part of the same teams and stuff. First Harry H. Word. You see what I almost oh, did Oh, you almost yeah, did it. was close, wasn't it? You should keep that one. You shouldn't cluck that one. I'll cluck it and duck it. <laughs> cluck it. Clanging and banging, clucking cluck and ducking. Oh, that's great. The uh, the first or second H. Word. Simple Extreme. was there from London. 
at the time, that was a good size club. Illegal Grounds, Altered Creations, East Coast Customs out of Big Stone Gap, Virginia. They still exist? No. Yeah. No, no, no. Although Mike Brady, who started the club, gave me the greatest quote ever. Uh, he and I were sitting at a, yeah, actually, I know what show it was. It was the Wise County, Virginia Fall Fling Show. The fall days, or they had some silly festival in the fall. And, of course, as you would expect, there was a bunch of old boys in Tri-5 sitting around just glaring at us. And there were third-gen Camaros. And somebody made the comment. I don't think it was me, but I was close enough you could convince me it was me. Third-gen Camaros. Oh. Yeah, I know. And, and you're not a show vehicle. Anyway, um, we're sitting around, and there's a bunch of you know classics looking at us just glaring. And one of the groups said, man, in 10 years, we're going to be a classic. To which Mike Brady responded, in 10 years, my car is going to be a fork. <laughs> Which is one of the greatest quotes ever to me. I always appreciated that It's one. not ironic, though, let's be honest. Uh, and uh, Smooth Impressions was yeah. there. And that's just from looking through the pictures on Rick Buckner's website, customrideswithak.com. Custom with a K, R-Y-D-E-S.com. Has the best archives of any H-word ever. He has pictures all the way back to the first. You know, and after you guys listen to this episode, I just want you to know that we were actually serious about that cruising thing because we're bored and we have nothing to do and we want to see many trucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and at this point, I just and, want to you know, just come to no, me and bring them to me. Let's see them here. And, and it takes no effort for us to do that. Like literally none. We just have to have a place for someone to park. Yeah, and we could probably find that. Oh, yeah. I mean, that, we, part, that part's easy. You know, I've always wanted to do something top of Pine Mountain, man. That's an easy one, too. I mean, all you do is just ask somebody downtown and we'd have it. I love that you think I'm going to ask somebody. Okay, we're just going to park there. Let's it's just be honest. It's easier to ask forgiveness than permission of that one. That's true. We yeah. just put up signs a week before and say, we, this we, is in reserve. Uh, you want to wrap <clears throat> this up, man? Oh, I yes. Think. We've we've talked for an hour. We have. There's, okay, if anybody's listening to this, somebody let me know that they actually made this through this whole thing. Yes. I and I will know. send them three stickers of our new three logos. How about that? That's a great gift. That's it. If you've made it to 5725, which is where this is at right now before I do edits, I will send you three of the brand new logo stickers. So somebody message me. Let me know they make it. First uh, five people. First three people. First first person. Well, poor Zach or Tyler is going to have to do the vinyl for me because I ain't doing it. Okay. So so. let's say the first person, and, and we'll see if anybody more than one person actually sends it in. Okay, that works. What do you think, man? We can wrap it up? Oh, yeah, we're calling it quits for the night. We're calling it quits for the night. And we've already reminded people to like, share, and subscribe at the beginning. (laughs) Yes, we did. Yeah, we did. So we got that out of the way. Oh, yeah, you all can't skip out on that one again. For my co-host, Shay Mullins, I'm LMC. We have been fresher than a dozen eggs from a one-legged hen named Bess. (laughs) You've wasted another hour listening to the Lowest Common Denominator podcast. Say goodnight, Shay. I love Colts. He loves Colts. <laughs> See y'all next time. I reckon it looks like you've done wasted half an hour or more listening to the voice of the lowlife. <laughs> You're still in the spirit. Don't fret. Them boys will be back out of their hollers in just a week or two with the next part of this fine episode. Thank you for listening to the Lowest Common Denominator podcast with your hosts, Lee and Shay. See y'all next time. <laughs>